Hey, we're in the dog days of summer, and Liz and I get together this week and just kind of do a rundown, a checklist of stuff that's on our mind. Summer plans, lemonade stands, sack taps and blue balls. What? Tom Cruise runs a lot. We got recognized up in New Hampshire. And what would you do if there was a touchy guy sitting behind you at a sporting event? Also, shark tourism. It should be a thing. Let's make that happen. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. Take your home's curb appeal to the next level with Mario's Lawn Care. And by ParkStreetBooks.com. Read, play, unplug. Visit in-store or online at ParkStreetBooks.com. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey, all right, it's Rick Fink Jr. hanging out with my friend across the table from me. Liz, tell it like it is. Another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. What's going on? I hope your summer's doing great, Liz. Are you enjoying your summer? It depends on the day, Rick. Um, <laughs> as I work from home, yeah. my husband works from home, and we've got three kids that are kind of in varying degrees of, of commitments. My boys are playing summer ball. Um, Avery's hanging out with her friends. Will's got a couple tutors. So it sort of depends on the day if I'm having a good summer mm-hmm. or not. I'll be totally honest with you. <laughs> Do you feel like summertime is more relaxing as intended or um, maybe a little more hectic and too many balls up in the air and you never really yes. know exactly? Too, I would, yeah, too many balls in the air. The one thing, and this is this is where my hypocrisy comes flying out because I was complaining at the end of the school year. We have so many scheduled activities. We're always rushing here, there, and everywhere. Sports, end of school year activities, chorus concerts, blah, blah, blah. I'm so sick of it. I can't wait for summer. Mm-hmm. Day two of summer, I'm like, so when's the first day of school again? <laughs> I know. I, yeah. like, my personality, I, I don't deal well with unstructured time. It gives me my gives me anxiety, Mm -hmm. but I really wanted to give my kids like an 80s summer where like, hey, I don't need to cart you off to camp from eight to five every day. Like we're just going to like have these free flowing days where, hey, call a friend and a friend can come over or you can go there or I'll drop you at the park or blah, blah, blah. And my kids are at an age where they are old enough to have a certain level of independence. I don't need to tag along with them everywhere they go, Mm -hmm. but on the days where they might not have something going on. It gets a little grating because I'm jumping from phone call to phone call and they're like popping in like, can I have a snack? I'm hungry. I'm bored. Can I download this app? I'm like, go away. Just go away. So that's where it kind of comes back to bite me in the butt a little mm. bit. So what about you guys? Well, I like your reference to 80s yeah. summer because I've been thinking that quite a bit lately too. It's like, uh, I... I want to give my kids a little bit of like responsibility mm-hmm. this summer. We got, we have weeding to do. There's mm-hmm. some some garden beds, and and we don't need the landscaper to do that. I've got two kids. I'm an able-bodied person. Let's do a little bit of work here, right? So, I give my kids 30 minutes of weeding every day. Wow! Until, until it's done. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's ridiculous. Did they grumble about going out and doing it? Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> So I'm out there. I'm I'm busting ass. Yep. My daughter, um, sweet as she is, she tries, but she can't 
stop like interrupting her weeding with dancing in the driveway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kids, kids can only work with music, and oh. they're re- and they're really into Michael Jackson. Speaking of the eighties, oh, interesting. So, so Rosie's been. Um, she's out there with my phone and she's like teeing up the net. She's more concerned about playing DJ and dancing in the mm-hmm. driveway. And then she'll pick up like four weeds and then she'll like practice a moonwalk or something <laughs> or, or, da- or, or she'll just do a fun little dance, you know? Meanwhile, my son, the biggest foot dragging groaner mm-hmm. ever. It is hilarious. And he's like, it's so hot. He's acting like I'm, I'm torturing him. <laughs> he's, it's so hot. I can't do this. It might it hurts. I don't want to get. Is that poison ivy? Oh my is god! Is that poison ivy? Like Charlie, that's a dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> He's so full of shit. That is a riot. Now, do yeah. you pay them for this work, or is this just part of be- part of being a member of the Fink household? Is you have to contribute. Uh, you have to contribute. You have okay. to. You have to do something. And you know, I I took. So on Saturday, I took my son and two of his friends to the New England Revolution, the soccer mm-hmm. game. And, you know, I'm I'm reminding him of this. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah, well, maybe I don't want to spend my Saturday right. hanging out with you and your friends at a soccer game. Like, <laughs> I do that same petty bullshit. I'm like, do you think I wanted to take you and your buddy to supercharge entertainment? Well, I didn't. Yeah. But I did. Now yeah. take out the trash. <laughs> do you think I like actually reading to you at night? <laughs> Do you think I like seeing you have fun with your friends? <laughs> do, do, do you think I really want to cook you dinner? <laughs> Go forage something yourself. Exactly. Go make a fluffer nutter sandwich. Uh, now, going back to the do you pay or is this part mm-hmm. of being a member of the household, I kind of see both sides of the argument. So we do pay our kids for chores, taking out the trash, Will mows the lawn, Brady does yard work as well, yep. Avery vacuums, um, and we okay. pay them. Because when they want to go do something, they have to use their own money. We don't give them yeah. money. So it's trying to introduce the, you work hard, you get paid for it, but now you have to figure out how to budget your money. Mm-hmm. But I also know people who say like, hey, we're all like functioning members of this household and, you know, this is how you're going to contribute and not be financially compensated. So I kind of see both sides of the argument. Yeah, we have a flat rate, uh, uh, $10 a week allowance. Yeah, yeah. And it will include, you know, the standard set the table, clear off the table, help with this, do that. Mm-hmm. But basically, you're kind of on call. The job description as being a sibling in this household is basically, uh, if you hear your name called, mm-hmm. <laughs> arrive promptly yeah. with enthusiasm because you're going to do something for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, how does the enthusiasm part work oh, out? My, oh. my daughter sometimes loves doing stuff yeah. with me. Yep. You know, like, uh, her and I went around. We spent an hour and a half um, collecting food, you know, at local drop-offs mm-hmm. in the area for the food pantry. And then we go shelve that stuff at the food pantry. My daughter loves it. Yeah, that's quality time with you. And I'm sure she understands she's doing something positive for her community. Yep, and she can't wait till she can go uh, go on her own. You know, when she gets her driver's license, mm-hmm. she wants to deliver groceries. <gasps> I'm, I'm like, it's great. Like, this kid, no problem. So with my son, I'm like, come on, man. Let's, oh, my God, yeah. Let's get it going. <laughs> But uh, beyond just the household, you know, $10 a week thing, uh, these kids have material desires. Like my daughter wants a phone. My son wants an Xbox, or no, PS5. Okay. Video game system. And um, I I feel like uh, if the kids want that stuff, my wife and I talked. We're like, you know what? I'm not opposed to them getting these things, Mm -hmm. but we're not buying them. 
mm-hmm. for them because our kids already have everything they right. need. So it's summertime. I said, Leslie, what if we task them with working together, raise a thousand bucks? The PS5 is about 500. Yeah. The phone, a little bit more. However, Leslie and I can offset that cost mm-hmm. just to keep it equal for parity. Yep. Right? So they're going to do lemonade stands. Ah. And uh, Rosie was just selling shaved ice the other day. <gasps> Did she make her own shaved ice? Yes. And wow. then she gave it all to the animal shelter. She oh. gave all of her money to the animal uh, shelter. Come on, you're a capitalist at heart. What are you teaching her? <laughs> do you want to help Fluffy the bunny or do you want to get the goddamn phone? <laughs> Priorities. Because I want you to get the phone. So oh you stop using my phone. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So th- so she's doing that. But the, the, the weird thing about... Uh, you know, depending where you live, mm-hmm. right? In, in the zip code that we live in, people have disposable incomes, yes. and they kind of throw it around a little bit when they see a cute little eleven-year-old girl behind a lemonade stand that she built by herself, by the way. Yep. When she's out there selling lemonade for one dollar, and they give her a ten and say, "Keep the change," right? You're not teaching my daughter the value. <laughs> Of a daughter, and of a she's dollar. like, "Well, if people are willing to spend ten, maybe I should mark this up to five, and maybe they'll spend 20. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I did offer. I said you should offer, like, you know, the crystal light, you know, mix. Yep. You know, stuff for like a dollar, and then you can do the premium, real sugar, squeezed lemon, pull and spring water mm-hmm. mixture for like three. You know, just. But we're playing with like marketing yes angles and, yes and uh just uh she loves just making the sign i think she loves making the signs yeah. more than anything, you know? <laughs> but um that's where that's where i want them to make their money mm-hmm. you know for the summer but well not everybody feels the way you feel rick um <laughs> now we read a lot of articles about um terrible like child labor violations in in third world countries and you know children working for 30 cents a day in factories Mm -hmm. and and all that stuff well I've got an appalling story for you about an eight-year-old who built a lemonade stand in Alabama who was reported to the Department of Labor oh sure yeah so a little boy in Alabama wanted to go to Disney World Mm -hmm. and to your point things are expensive you know things our kids want or want to do are expensive so yep his mom said to him, hey, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Disney World is expensive, so why don't you build a lemonade stand, sell lemonade, and you can kind of help offset the cost of this trip. Mm-hmm. So he did. Eight-year-old Cameron Johnson and his mom, Crystal, began making Cam's lemonade last year. The plan originally started as a way for Cam to learn about the value of money and hard work, plus earn some cash for his Disney vacation. So this lemonade stand apparently, like, blew up. And Cam's lemonade, quote unquote, um, is so successful that they will begin distributing the lemonade on store shelves in local counties by the end of next month in 10 different flavors. I don't know what Cam is putting in his lemonade, but it's obviously not just the crystal light, whatever. So anyway, this this is totally mm-hmm. blown up okay. and things took a turn for the worse when... Cam's mom, Crystal, put out a call for a one-day apprenticeship program, and she posted a message on Facebook that read, on July 9th, Cam's Lemonade will employ two kids, 6 to 10 years old, will open from 2 to 6, you can drop them off with us, work for a two-hour shift, pick them up at the end of their shift, I'll let them work with Cam on communicating with customers, giving and receiving payments, and good manners, they will each receive $20 at the end of their shift. So... 
some Karen in Alabama caught wind of this Mm -hmm. and reported her to the Department of Labor for hiring minors because technically Cam's Lemonade is an LLC and they can't employ children. (laughs) So this mom was trying to sort of pay forward like, hey, my son established this on his own. If you want to have your kids sort of participate in kind of learning about a, a little small business and mm-hmm. greeting customers and making change and, yeah. you know, customer service and entrepreneurship, drop them off here. I mean, I don't know if that I would drop my kid off with a rando, but anyway, mm-hmm. you know, if I knew the mom, I probably wouldn't. If you're going to give my kid 20 bucks, then that's a win-win. Sure. Um, so, yeah, she was reported to the Department of Labor. So, apparently, kids that age can volunteer, but a six-year-old cannot work for a for-profit business. She is free to employ her child, but no other children under the age of 14. <laughs> so, good news, though. Cameron raised enough m- money for his Disney World trip. That's so, that's am- the silver lining. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure with all this press. Yes, People came out in droves. I like, hope just so. Lined up the driveway. I hope like so. I'm helping this kid can. Yes. <laughs> uh, interesting take on the labor aspect because right? I was I was expecting on like okay someone's reporting this uh, health, the health oh, department. Oh right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's food distribution. Right. right. That's usually what I think it usually is. Or or uh, people don't get their permit. Right. They I think you mm-hmm. need a permit. There's a lot of ways to take down a kid's lemonade stand. <laughs> apparently. Not really should be worth your time <laughs> what's going on in your world yes. where this is the big this there like there are some serious problems in the world and uh someone mm-hmm. took him took him now th- th- this whole let's let's just break down cam's lemonade stand yep. i think cam's a front for mom and dad's emerging business i mean Cam didn't broker a deal right. with the local Piggly Wiggly <laughs> to get like their eight flavors. Right. Cam's uh, lemonade stand is like this version of like a YouTube, a YouTube child star. It's really the parents like putting them oh, up there. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> and I, what do you think of the parent? Are they uh, supportive or kind of overzealous with with the um, the the motivations and the um, yeah the supports that they're getting? I think that if your kid's lemonade stand went from a lemonade stand at the end of their driveway for 50 cents or a dollar a cup to all of a sudden being like a booming retail business, Mm -hmm. there's some parental pressure or or motivation in there. I don't know if Cam is like, I just I just wanted to sit the end of the driveway for like a couple hours on the weekend. And now you've got me out here like making packaging in multiple flavors and whatever. Like, that seems excessive. The poor kid's going to wake up on Wednesday. Mom, I don't want to go to right. Disney World right. anymore. He's, <laughs> serious. He's like, my cuts on my hands are stinging from squeezing all the lemons. Make it stop. <laughs> I, I have enough for six flags. That's okay right. with me. Here's go. So your next summer he'll be funding like a Mediterranean cruise for the whole family. <laughs> I think the parents are the ones that are trying to like, subsidize their mm-hmm. vacation budget. Yep. Well, I feel like the mom there, she's also adding uh, management experience for her kid by yeah. getting the two people on board. That's mm-hmm. funny. Agreed. When I was a kid, we would sell lemonade for like, uh, I, I think it was 10 cents or a quarter. A quarter, yeah. You know, a yep. quarter. And then and then where I lived, maybe you got 50 cents and exactly. you know, a little tip. Mm-hmm. No, People are rolling up with $20 bills for, like, a lemonade and a cookie from my kid. <laughs> and asking for no 
And I'm like, come on, make her do some math. Yes. Like I'm sitting. By the way, I don't get involved. Like I helped her build the the lemonade yeah. stand, and she picks her days, and we go out to the store. We know it's eight lemons, a cup of sugar, mm-hmm. a gallon of this water, mix it all up or whatever. And then I just sit in a in a chair, hanging back. Yep. Just as like you know, dad with the help, like. And she's just at the end of your driveway. Uh, we'll, she go? We'll, we'll go places. Sometimes, oh, okay. sometimes we go to like, um, you know, the state hospital where people like oh, to walk yeah. their dogs. Yep. We'll go That's there a on a idea. ninety degree day, mm-hmm. hang out in the parking lot. We'll just put everything in the back of the truck, and uh, people, you know, walk their dogs. They're in good moods. You know, we do it in the parking lot where people leave their wallets in their car. Yep. You know, because we've we've learned that maybe on the dog walking route, people aren't necessarily walking with their money. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, okay. I don't know. That just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am ending the conversation of lemonade stance, Liz. Let's okay. move on. All right. Topic one. Check. Uh, check. Okay. What else do we have? Um, well, speaking of uh, small town news and things, oh, I, yes. I, I, just looked up, I looked up some things mm-hmm. for the show because we thought, you know, it's summertime and we're in summer mode. and We're mm-hmm. just sort of like, let's just futz around, see what's on the Internet. You know, no, no big agenda. Here, yeah. Right. I found this uh, police report. Mm. It was hilarious. I'm a guy, so I see this in a totally understandable way where you're going to just probably roll your eyes and go, what the fuck? (laughs) We can't wait for your response. While driving through Miller's parking lot, an officer observed two males in what appeared to be a verbal disturbance, yelling at each other aggressively. Investigation found that one male had struck the other male in the testicular region, (laughs) (laughs) which caused him pain and was the reason that the males were yelling. Both agreed to not engage what they labeled, quote, sack tapping. Oh my god! Are, are these gentlemen? Are they nine years old? Or like, I, I'm guessing they were like 15. You know, they were friends and both okay. left happy. Oh, I bet they did. Oh my god, that just totally reminds me. Do you remember the um, Casey Affleck uh, Dunkin' Donuts skit from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. The Vanilla Nut Taps. When he no. like hits, he does the he does the nut tap oh, to his okay. buddy oh, in the okay. commercial. And my kids and I laugh at that mm. all the time. Like Brady still quotes oh, yeah, it. He's okay. like vanilla nut taps, mom. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things I want to teach my my son, and I'm like, no, just I, I know he'll, he'll learn I it. Know, on but his yeah, own. they'll figure that out. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, my kids eleven, uh, nine. Mm-hmm. Right? Can I just go back to the the soccer game that we Absolutely. went through? Anytime they saw the number sixty nine. Oh my god. It was brought up with enthusiastic, like... At nine? Yes. This is early. Wow. Nine. They go, 69. Like, oh. we, we'd be in the parking lot, right? And they look at it, and I, I hear, hey, hey, look look at that license plate over there. And it's like CH1698. And they're like, 69. No way. Did you yes. ask him what do you think that means? Uh, it, while back in a car ride home mm-hmm. from soccer with the boys in the car talking about 69, I'm like, guys... Do do you even know what you're talking mm-hmm. about? They're like sixty nine. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a number. Like, wh- wh- what's the big deal? It's like, it's the sexy number. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what's that mean? They're like, it's just the sex. That's all. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's exactly right. Yep. That's exactly. Like, yep. I'm not getting into detail. That is my, so funny. Now I was talking about this with with my buddy 
next door, Pablo, Pablo Gaz mm-hmm. Murray. Oh, He's yeah. been on the show talking about AI. Mm-hmm. He actually told his no. kid. Yes, he did. He, he's like, look, you want to know. Same age as Charlie? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Just explain it to him. It's like, you want to know? There. There. Wow. Now you know. Okay. So, big choice. <laughs> Was the kid sorry he asked? <laughs> yeah, he's probably, I don't know. He's probably like, whoa. Right. Whoa. Oh, my God. That's only a matter of time before Charlie finds out what it is. I know. <laughs> I mean, even like last year, my son, Will, who at the time was in, you know, eighth grade, ninth grade. I can't remember how long ago it was. He and his buddy were playing Madden at my at, over my house. And you can create like your own player or whatever. <laughs> Guess what number they gave the player? Uh, 69. Uh, and, I, and I was like sitting in the next room and I go, really, guys, you can't do better than that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> 1988, Mr. Lemmers's math class runlet junior high school mm-hmm. he would always get up there we're doing foil pemdas all that stuff you know order of operations kind of stuff mm-hmm. and he'd go up to the chalkboard remember when they had chalkboards yeah <laughs> yes he'd go up to the chalkboard and he'd have his back to us he'd kind of look over his shoulder sort of half at us and he'd say throw out some numbers at me you know and oh. he'd, he'd, mm-hmm. everybody go 21 15 62 uh, $60 <laughs> every single time. Yeah. Mr. Lemmers for like the first two or three weeks of school mm-hmm. was like going along with it. Right. And there on the board all the time was somewhere on the board. And one of the math problems and the exercises was had 69 in it and it just delighted us. Right. <laughs> one day, Mr. Lemmers, Lemmers wasn't having it. He, he was having an off day. He was just not in the mood. Yeah. You know? Or maybe you wanted to put an end to this charade. Yeah, I mean, you were beating a dead horse. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So he, he just puts the chalk in the tray, turns around, hands on his hips. He goes, okay, 69. Let's all, <laughs> let's all get it out of the system. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. That's amazing. And, the, and I remember my jaw was on my desk, and I said to my friend, Next to me, oh my God, he knows what that number <laughs> means. <laughs> so you legit thought you were like pulling the wool over his we eyes? Thought, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I, we knew what it meant. Like in eighth grade, right. we were like, we know what 69 means. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't. There's he's no a, way an he's adult. He's an adult. <laughs> this is like Who's below actually him. having sex would know what that is. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, he would know. But me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Who's going out play kickball in five yeah. minutes. I know what it means. <laughs> I started wearing deodorant last right. week. Kind of an authority on yeah. this stuff. This guy's on marriage number two. He has no clue. Right. <laughs> you want like something like totally along the lines of the Beavis and Butthead sense of humor. So, mm-hmm. you know, when our kids played soccer a few years ago, all their they were their team names were by color. So the orange team, the yellow team, the blue team. So Avery yeah. was on the blue team at one point and Anytime the ref said blue ball, I would just start laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, I like texted another yeah. one. I'm like, I can't take this anymore. Like every time he yells blue ball, I'm, I just look around. I'm like, is anyone else laughing? <laughs> really, Liz? That's you. Were, I love you. That's the best. I thought I thought you were going to say the kids would laugh at blue ball. No, it was me. You. That's great. <laughs> I have a story that I found that I think um, fits in very closely to the sexual theme mm. of, uh, you know, the, the, the funny work. Yes. This came uh, online uh, just recently. The name of a new bar was on the minds of speakers during a public comment period at Monday's Parksley Town Council meeting. Several speakers, all women, of course, right? <laughs> no sense of humor. <laughs> Lighten up, ladies. <laughs> 
Several speakers, all women, said the name The G-Spot is disrespectful of women and not a good reflection on the town. Co-owner Kelly Hart also spoke about the choice of name, explaining her husband, G.W. Hart, often goes by G. Those speaking both for and against the name said it is not within the town's jurisdiction to say what a private business calls itself. What do you think of that, the G-Spot? I mean, I would love it because I would just like to be like, have you guys found the G-Spot yet? It's awesome. <laughs> I, I, went, I, I, was on, I, I went online, Liz. Couldn't even find it. Couldn't find it. I mean, like, again, calm down, ladies. It's the name of a bar. It's cool. Like, whatever. Really? Okay, so you don't care about it. No, not at all. That's funny because, you know, I think it's a little bit over the line. You think? A, yeah, like, yeah. Do, what about the pink taco? Oh, come on. <laughs> Go. There's a place called yes, that? in Vegas, I believe. And okay. maybe California. Wow. Yes. That is. That's that nice. I'm like. That's kind of graphic. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was funny. The G spot. Yeah. I don't mind it. Okay. I think those women need to relax a little bit. <laughs> Someone hasn't found their juice spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? That's funny. Okay. Well, I just want to, I guess that, wow. The, so this experiment of just kind of going with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> How's it working out? <laughs> I just feel like uh, we come to abrupt ends or it's, it all, uh, it, it, the conversation dies mm. at the volume. Well, it's hard to me. flow uh, organically from one of these topics into the next because it's all over the place. But I think that's good because we're like, all right, mm-hmm. what else are we going to talk about? Okay, so we talked about just a review for mm-hmm. the listener and yes. for ourselves. Uh, lemonade stands, then uh, nut tapping and G-spots. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the show. The yes! the show. Nut, nut tapping, tapping and, and G-spots. G-spots. I love it. That, people will listen to that. <laughs> uh, movies. Movies is a thing people like to do in the summer. Right? Yeah, and so my Big daughter, movies. yes, so excited for the Barbie movie. Uh, is Rosie excited about that? Nope. In fact, she has no interest. I jokingly oh. said, "Let's go watch Barbie," and she's like, "Eh." She, ah. she has. She doesn't have any Barbies. See, it's so Avery. I think played for played with Barbies for maybe five minutes, mm-hmm. but she obsessively watches um, Bar- Barbie Dreamhouse on Netflix or whatever, which is the worst. Uh-huh. The worst. Yeah. Um, Everything's pink and plastic. Everything and... is pink and plastic. Okay. So, yeah. So, she's she's all in and going to the movie. So, we'll see. I don't can't remember the last time I set foot in a movie theater to watch something I wanted to watch. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. You and Dan should make a movie night and go out. I think there's a couple good ones out there right now. Like, anytime the Oscars are not, like, they announce the Oscar nominations, I'm like, I have never even heard of any of Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, and then I think to myself, Wow. And then when you hear all these people like the stir and the buzz about yeah. the Academy and people that kind of emerge from the woodwork talking mm-hmm. about the movies and what they hope, you know, it's yeah. a water cooler talk or or whatever, just casual conversation. And then you so you're like me, you feel like on the outside. Looking Completely. In. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, there's actually people that I think work this and make this part of their. Yeah. Like, like that's a regular thing. Going that's to the a movies. thing that's in their mm-hmm. kind of profile of what. They like to do with yep. their free time, and they've worked that in. It sounds like this person has a better work-life balance. Yeah, I don't know. Dan and I are still trying to make our way through the last season of Better Call Saul. We're like two years behind. Oh, sure. <laughs> You're like, yeah, to the point where it feels more like homework. Yes. Like, yeah, we we're have, like, all right, we just, all right, we've got six more episodes. We yeah, just got to get through we, it. If, if we, it's Tuesday. You're like, if we watch one tonight. Right. 
If we hammer out two tomorrow, mm-hmm. we could be done by this weekend yep. and move on to something else. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Are you? Are there any summer blockbusters you're looking forward to? Well, Leslie, who loves movies, she mm-hmm. loves action movies. In mm-hmm. fact, one of the um, almost divorceable uh, accusations she made against me was the fact that I had not seen movies like Commando and Terminator. <gasps> You've never seen those movies? No. I thought that was like required viewing for our generation. Especially if you're a boy. Yeah. Like, what, dude, you didn't see Commando? Like, Any Rambo movies? Uh, Yeah, it's the first blood. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was pretty good. All right. Uh, but yeah, my wife, just this little thing is like, mm-hmm. loves Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love it. And loves seeing shit blow blood up. Guts. Yeah. She <laughs> just thinks. We went to go see Machete. Machete. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, and, I saw that. Oh, she was so delighted mm-hmm. when, when um, he's trying to break out of a hospital and he slashes like an orderly stomach mm-hmm. and grabs like their lower intestine and jumps and repels out of a window with the intestine. Oh. And we were like, no, that my wife was like, yay! <laughs> Life hack! <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> now I know how to escape from, oh my house, God. from a third floor window of any building. Uh, well, we watched the Mission Impossible movie. Okay. And uh, it's just another movie with Tom Hank, uh, Tom Cruise running a lot. Yes. <laughs> running. The dude is always running. Running from explosions? Running from... Just running, running to the next thing. Thing to you run know, from. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just think he's running... I find it amazing that not only does he run a lot, but he runs in weird places, like he's running along a ridgeline of a mountaintop. Uh, do you think the- these are just excuses for him to do like cooler stunts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's running along the roof line of of a airport terminal in Abu Dhabi. Like, hmm. how did you even get up on the roof? And what's at the other end of the roof? <laughs> <laughs> like. It's- Who's writing these movies? Like right. they literally sit down and they're like, okay, we need some running sequence. It's mm-hmm. Tom fucking Cruise. We need some running sequences. I've not run in about two years. Right. And when I did run, it was recreational. Like yeah. I, I laced up some sneakers. I put on a headset. Uh. I picked some ACDC. Mm-hmm. I said I got forty minutes. So I'm gonna just try not to stop you know yeah that was it's called exercise liz i i'd never have run from authorities or from for your life the bad guy (laughs) yeah Yeah. i've never tried to make it on the ferry that's just pulling out of port. there'll be another one you you know (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i don't run but tom is always running and i thought Mm, that was exhausting yeah he's a weirdo you think so scientologist yeah is he still into that yes and i think the fact that Katie Holmes divorced him in like 24 hours. Like she basically went to visit her family and like the next day she's like, P.S. We're divorced. Like he has to be batshit crazy. And the fact that she wanted to get her daughter out of there, I'm just like, he's got to be a lunatic. And the fact that he's, how old is he now? 60? Yeah, probably. Early 60s. Looks 40. There's some witchcraft going on. (laughs) You know, I'm going to push back on that. He looks so young thing. Like uh, he did this in, in Top Gun too. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Maverick, where uh, before the movie, he kind of appears, just a medium shot, just head and shoulders of him looking directly mm-hmm. at the camera, thanking you for coming out. We oh. hope you enjoy the movie. It's it's a nice little interpersonal uh, touch mm-hmm. to, a, to a blockbuster film. Like, I'm this big, giant, you know, multi-billion dollar yeah. actor, and uh, I'm just going to take a moment and say thank you to you, the person who's in the... I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. But when he was doing it before this movie, I'm looking at him I'm like, this is such a Hollywood guy. Like, he's got the, the teased, like, 
Mm-hmm. Castle, like the hair that's just like he's got enough hair yep. to like play with it a little bit. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> if you were a normal person, mm-hmm. you would look like you're not. It's not age appropriate. Like it looks it. like you're you're trying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But because you're Tom Cruise, you are kind of expected to. You know, like right. Like Steven Tyler can wear leather pants. Mm-hmm. I can't wear leather pants. Right. You right, know what right. I mean? Like he's a rock star. Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like there's that, but then I'm just looking at his face and I'm like, yeah, your your hair, your teased cool haircut, young and hip, and your aging sixty year old ah. face is sort of contra- interesting. Contrasting. It's sort of calling out that mm-hmm. he's trying too your, hard. And, your face yeah. is sort of gravity is catching up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's kind of pulling it down. I, that's uh. what I was thinking. I'm going to knock Tom Cruise's appearance. Maintaining a healthy lawn during the summer can be a challenge. Here are some tips to help you keep your lawn looking its best. Compliments of Mario's Lawn Care. Water your lawn early in the morning to reduce evaporation. Aim for about one inch of water per week, and that includes the rainfall. Set your mower blade to a higher setting of around three to four inches to promote healthier grass. And avoid fertilizing during periods of drought to prevent burning the grass. Spot treat those weeds too. Rather than applying herbicides, to the entire lawn. Remember, the specific needs of your lawn may vary depending on the grass type you have. These tips were brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. Attention book lovers who care about their community. Are you passionate about literature and supporting local businesses? Well, this summer, let's celebrate the joy of reading and the unique treasures found in our local bookstores like Park Street Books. They are more than just places to purchase books. They are cultural hubs that foster a love for literature and connect us with our community. Park Street Books and other local bookstores are the heartbeat of our neighborhoods. So let's stand with our local bookstores this summer. Together, we can keep these vibrant spaces alive and thriving. Support Park Street Books and visit them in-store or online at parkstreetbooks.com. I got rec. We got recognized, Liz. I was wait. Up, what? I went up to Wolfboro. This can we just randomly talk about all kinds of shit? Yes. Just, just don't. No agenda. Try to keep up with people. <laughs> no agenda. No. Switching gears from Tom Cruise <laughs> to we're getting recognized in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. I was up at a comedy show to see Lenny Clark up in Wolfboro. Oh, awesome! How was that? It was great. It was fun. A lot of fun. Uh, Carolyn Plummer. She's very funny too. Mm-hmm. And. Um, we're watching the show. We're hanging out. After the show, I'm walking out, we're leaving, and a guy comes up and says, Small Town Scuttlebutt. Shut up. Are you serious? From Wolfboro, New Hampshire. No way. And I said, now, I this has happened on occasion mm-hmm. once. I don't know if it's happened to you, but sometimes. Only I'll, in our town. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone will say something like, I've been in Boston and been introduced. Okay, your next comic is a host of a really great podcast, Small Town Scuttlebutt. Like, I'll give them, like, that credit. Yeah. Like, you throw, like when, when the host says, what do you, how do you want me to introduce you? I'll, I'll oftentimes try to plug the website. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, uh, the podcast. And um, it's not uncommon for somebody after the show to say hey i, I like your podcast oh, awesome. or, I, or i listen to your podcast or whatever mm-hmm. so that's nice but i feel like well we're in the environment these are the people that come out for comedy right. they're kind of in the know but when i went up to new hampshire i'm kind of like out of yeah you know the zone and i'm 
just an unassuming face, but someone recognized us and said, yeah, I love your podcast. It's great. I'm like, that's awesome. And I'm trying to play it cool. Yeah. Like, act like you've been there before. Right. Just give them a nod and say mm-hmm. thank you and move on. But I can't. I'm like, no, really? <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We oh appreciate my, your support. Uh, no, I, no, it's worse than that. I said, huh? I said, this is my insecure part. Oh, y- you listen? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Liz, I met a listener. <laughs> they really are out there. That's uh, awesome. I do like I it because, you know, we look at our analytics and they're just numbers. Right. Or geographic locations. You know, I know people listen from all over. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, to actually be somewhere and get identified, I thought that was kind of cool. And I thought That's it was awesome. worth mentioning. What's yeah. the, what was the demographic makeup of this listener? What mm. you would expect? or Male mid-40s. Yeah. That's our sweet spot. Yep. Men and women. Men and women, <laughs> homeowner. Gen X. Yes. Are you Gen X? Also, yes. not to exclude Gen X. Although I was thinking about this the other day. I'm we're on the back end of the Gen X. Mm-hmm. Like I look at people in their early sixties and I'm like, yeah, I definitely identify with you way more than I identify with someone five years younger than me. Yeah. Well I yeah. identify more with people ten to fifteen years older mm-hmm. than me than I do with people five years younger. Yeah. I think that's a fair statement. It is? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a good thing. Yeah, I know. I, it's I a know. great thing with the older generation. I'm, right. I'm, you know, in there and all that. But but sometimes I feel like I'm perceived as the slow to uh, catch up with the thing. You know, like I'm, yes. a little, I'm a kind of a curmudgeon. Not a curmudgeon, but just uh, resistant to, oh, another guy did, like when TikTok came out. I was yes. like, what the fuck do you need? What is that? that but is- I also feel like we're we're where we are in our parenting, our kids are getting a little older. I mean, I have a high schooler now. Like, mm-hmm. we're skewing more towards being like our parents or, or, I don't know. Last night, Will wanted to go to someone's house that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I said, are the parents going to be home? Who else is going to be there? Blah, blah, blah. And he gets all annoyed that I'm asking these questions. <laughs> and I was like, these are normal questions to be asking you. Yeah. And and if you can't answer them or you're not willing to answer them, then you will not go to this person's house, you know? And so I think that's because we're skewing towards that part of parenting. Our kids are getting older. They're going to want more freedom. We're going to get a little bit more like our parents were to us in terms yeah. of, you know, how we're parenting and the questions we're going to ask and the reactions to certain things like, the fuck is TikTok and why do you need it? And it's poison. <laughs> and it's literally going to be the downfall of our society. Yeah. Yeah, or mm-hmm. AI. Well, yes. Uh, actually. Yes. Okay, I wrote notes. Touchy guy at soccer game. You got touched at someone's soccer game? Yeah. <laughs> okay, going back to that soccer game. We yeah. Went to, let's, let's do a what would you do. Mm-hmm. So I'm with three boys at that soccer game at Gillette Stadium, and there's an older guy. And not old, like, like grandpa like, older or no, not grandpa older, which was sweet. And you mm-hmm. give him a pass, but like dad older, like, okay, dude, <laughs> but, uh, he was the, you ever go to a sporting event and people around you want to create their little community yes. and sort of be like, and it's, it. sometimes I'm that guy, like, you know, something happens and you, you know, you, you see the hijinks in Ballyhoo happening yeah. and you just want to talk about, I, oh, mm-hmm. you, blah, blah, blah. You, you talk to your neighbor, right? You make, right. you make friends or you know, just a good situation yeah. in your surroundings. Well, the guy behind me um, wanted to ask a question mm-hmm. about, like, why did they add seven minutes to the end of the first half? Mm-hmm. He, wanted, he thought that was a little excessive. Now, I'm kind of new to the sport. Yeah, I would have no so idea. So I, I had no idea, but mm-hmm. but my son's friend knew all this. Thing. But he leaned forward to ask me a question, but he puts his hand on my shoulder 
and leans leans down and oh. I, I turn like so, he's whispering sweet nothings in your well, ear <laughs> he's kind of like a foot away from my face as i okay. turn left he's got his hand on my right shoulder okay he's peering around my left i turn mm. around and he's like right there and i'm like hi so i kind of lean first of all you're touching me right which i never thought would bother me but i was like it's hot yes i you have my attention mm-hmm. also we're in mid conversation, and your hand is not moved; it's still there. Yeah. Like so, that's when I kind of did a reposition, yep. like shift and adjust, mm-hmm. kinda, sort of like body language. Sir, get your hand yes. off of me. Yes. I just thought that was really weird. That's and then, odd. And then later on, he had he'd done it again, and I just was like, I just started leaning forward, like I just. Yeah, and he did it a second time to ask you another question. Yeah, and I'm and I just was kind of like I just turned around, and said, "Oh, I have no idea," and I just didn't even. I yeah, didn't even give him the icon. Like I kind mm-hmm. of gave him a plate. Like I don't really want to talk to you. Like I'm not engaging. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not yep. meeting you halfway. I'm just respectfully answering your question. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm gonna watch the game now with yeah. these kids. That is weird. And maybe well, he's just like a toucher and real, like a, a big hugger, a big whatever. If he's having a conversation with someone, he puts mm-hmm. their his hand on them. But like you're a stranger, and that's weird. And if someone did that, to, especially if a man, a strange stranger man, did that to me, mm-hmm. I'm a big flincher. So, yeah. if, oh, would you really? Get, oh, yeah. Like yeah. you would know immediately that that was the wrong thing to do to me. My, like I can't help the way I react uh-huh. in really any situation. But like even like if I'm at my desk and I'm concentrating and. Dan, like a ninja, sneaks up behind me and puts yeah. his hand on my shoulder. I like, no I kidding. like jump. Wow. Um, I'm very. He's like, you're like a skittish little pony. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like that guy would yeah. know right away that you get your fucking hands off me. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was weird. Yes, that is very strange. That yeah. is very strange. When I was uh, out of college, one of my first jobs there, my supervisor was a hand on the shoulder kind of a guy, mm. and he was a really Nice man. I mean, he wasn't, you know, a threat or anything. He was, he was, he was just a, I, like some people just don't get the memo. Yeah. You know, like it's like I'm not your grandson. You know. Right. Like, right. Like I'm wearing a tie. <laughs> I'm at a computer. Yeah. And I'm getting paid to be here. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go home at five ish. So. Right. Look around. Like it's not. It's, we're not opening presents at right. Christmas. <laughs> at a birthday party. And, and you're not my grandpa. Yeah. Like, so, uh, but but this guy would sometimes put two hands on my, like, like he'd lean over with two hands. And I'm really? Like, yeah. That's an aggressive move. Well, yeah. Then then I that would make me feel really uncomfortable because I'm like 23 years yes. old. And this guy's like 60. That's like weird. Superior. And to the point where other coworkers would look at me and I, at first. Did he I, do it to anybody else? No, like, not really. Okay. No. And it was weird and I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Humor is always my thing. Mm-hmm. So like when people look at me kind of like. Giving me that look, like, dude, that guy's on you. I just give him like this orgasmic face, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I was enjoying it, you know, just just to like. I think other people felt uncomfortable. Yes. And finally, I was just I I learned to like you know proactively like right. position Which he my body. Have had to do like he should know better. No, but if he's coming over, hey Rick, I gotta talk to you. I would turn, like, I I turn around about face <laughs> face him, and then he would just put his hands on my knees. Just kidding. No, my God. <laughs> but imagine if you were a twenty three year old female. Oh, yes, yeah, right. I mean that would have been a phone call to HR like ASAP. And there shouldn't be a double standard. Yeah. But yeah. as a older man with mm-hmm. a younger woman that is even more aggressive well i always make fun of these uh 
H anything HR <laughs> is always like, okay, what do you, what, what this make work bullshit? Yep. You're, you're just a liability to the the bottom line of the company. Like they have to hire an HR person, right? right? <laughs> it's probably better to hire an HR person than to pay off all these lawsuits. Exactly. Of people, for like, sexual harassment and discrimination. Fuck the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then I started thinking, you know what? Some people actually do need that one-hour seminar about, oh, yeah. about being touchy and feely in the office. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as I work for a big company, mm-hmm. I have a securities license, so I have to go through all of these different code of conduct things all the time. I feel like every week I get another one, and one of them is you know around sexual harassment. And like the videos that you have to watch, oh. it's literally like people who couldn't even make it into acting school but still think that they can make it as an actor. It is, I mean, it is hysterical. (laughs) Like, I giggle like a little girl through all these scenarios, and it's just like this, if this really ever happened in, like, watching these videos, and then you have to take, like, a quiz afterwards. Like, I usually try to just fast forward and get to the quiz part because if you fail that quiz, Mm -hmm. you should be escorted off the premises immediately because you should not be allowed to be around other people. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be in Gen Pop. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I guess I uh, got got back at this guy. I mean, he's a nice guy. I never had a problem with yeah. him. Yeah. You know, I just, and I just considered the, the sort, like, this is a good man. He's a nice guy. He just doesn't, he's an older. Like wrong generation, to, or not yeah, wrong generation, yeah. but different generation. Yeah. And, yeah. and also, he's probably a couple of years from retirement. So mm-hmm. I'm not even, this is going to solve its own problem. Yep. But I used to, uh, it was in a newsroom, so it was kind of an open concept area, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd all sort of be looking at each other, you know, and being around. Wasn't much privacy, right? Everything yeah. you do is seen. So when he would go into the, this was in radio, when he'd go in to do, like, his his top of the hour news read, I would go over to his um, little cup of, like, uh, paper clips. Mm-hmm. He had lots of paper clips, always paper clipping things. <laughs> I'd connect them all together. <laughs> But he's always in a rush, you know, like he's like, like to his next top of the hour. Right. He'd, he'd like take all of his AP, you know, news clips. He'd, yep. He'd get, put them together and then he'd get the paper clip and he's got like 30 seconds before he's got to be on the air and he picks up this big snake <laughs> of 15 paper clips and he'd lose his freaking shit. It. And we'd all just fucking laugh. That's like something it. that Jim would do to Dwight in the office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's sure. Awesome. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it was just the most. It was worth it. Mm-hmm, it was like totally. everyone knew, like, oh, this is a frick just mm-hmm. fucking with this guy now. And <laughs> t- talking about nut tapping, lemonade stands, got recognized in New Hampshire, touchy people at soccer games. Um, sharks. Sharks. Have you it been to shark been... sightings on the Cape where you are? Oh, no, we're in Mid Cape. Okay. But uh, go down Cape and like. Truro down mm-hmm. Chatham, like that's yeah. really the alley of the sharks. epicenter. Yeah, there's hundreds of them. Yeah, hundreds. Liz. Could you imagine spending seven to ten thousand dollars to rent a house for a week in Chatham, and you get there and like, oh, beaches are closed. Sorry, sharks. Well, you know the good news is, Liz, is they only shut down the beach for an hour when they see a shark. You're kidding. That's about it. Oh, oh I thought it was like closed. Yeah, you know, like the you know, like uh, the deal, like uh, when you were a kid. This is an eighties kid thing, mm-hmm. right? You you're at your friend's house, you want to go swimming, but you just had lunch. And, right. And the wait mom, thirty minutes. Wait thirty minutes. <laughs> Somehow we were all gonna die with right. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in our stomach at the bottom of the pool. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what that correlation was. I think something about cramps. Cramps. Or... Yeah. <laughs> because with your cramps, you are not getting out of this four foot pool. Right. <laughs> 
30 foot diameter, you know, right. death hole. <laughs> And you can stand when you have a cramp, right? I know. So, <laughs> so funny that people just like like lemmings, just Co- totally like unsubstantiated claim, mm-hmm. no Feel, scientific backing whatsoever. No, it doesn't sound like about. But let's go with it. Like mm-hmm. everyone just jumps on board. Yeah, yeah. It's the new one is oh shark one hour. <laughs> like, do you think the shark just says, "Oh, okay, I, you know." Right, like the shark just waits 60 minutes and is like, okay, no yeah. food here. All right, I'm going to go. Yeah, it's about <laughs> 60 minutes. Uh, I'm going to move on now. Oh, my like, God. I, I, once once there's a shark in the water, I am I'm probably not going yeah, back in. No. These sharks are coming up knee deep. Yeah, know? they're getting close. I don't go on the disgusting Atlantic Ocean anyway. It's gross. Excuse me? Ugh. Like, I, like, this is, all right, this is going to sound... This might be the my Atlantic most... Ocean is the best ocean of all oceans. <laughs> this might be my most diva moment ever on this podcast. Yes. So when we go to the Cape, mm-hmm. we go out on my my in laws' boat. It disgusts me yeah. to have to jump off the boat in knee deep water and walk fifteen seconds to get to the beach. Oh, really? Like it's and my brother in law loves making fun of me for it and the fact that I won't swim in the water. Like I will sit there and roast on the beach to the point of passing out before I will go in that water. Oh, no kidding! It's Gross. What? Seaweed. You can't see the bottom. I don't yeah, know what's in there. Sure, Ugh. sure, sure. Yeah. No. Uh. Well, nothing's grosser than hanging out at the beach in Aruba because <laughs> one morning Leslie and I go out to the beach. Right? There's nobody there. Mm-hmm. It's like all these old. It's just quiet, and then all of a sudden, a bus of uh, people from a cruise ship oh. get dropped off, and it's it's all. Pasty white fat man, <laughs> middle age, yep. checking the boxes on all the things you do when you're on a vacation. Right, like, like oh, I gotta buy a cigar and I gotta smoke. Like, dude, you're on a beach. It's Ugh. eleven in the morning. You're, like, you're mm-hmm. puffing a cigar. Like, yeah, it's a Cuban. Like, just ew. You know, I just look. I, I can already profile you as just like you Classless. don't. You don't <laughs> like. First of all, you bought a cruise. Like, <laughs> so you don't know. Right. You don't know how to vacation. <laughs> Because you went on a, a peachy dish that exactly. floats across the ocean with basically it's just a fucking floating mall mm-hmm. with a water slide. Yep, you're an idiot. You know, no offense to the people out there listening that buy cruises, but you could do better. We should do a show on do better mm. than a cruise. Than a cruise. <laughs> never been on a cruise, never will go. Mm. Um, but all these people show up, and I'm like, oh, okay, this this is the beach where they bring the cruise ship people, yep. right? And it got so crowded and all that. It was just like we eventually like took off and yeah went somewhere else. But I remember being in that water, like knee deep, just kind of like laying on, you know, like floating in it a yep. little bit. And um, I was just picking up some like handfuls. It's just playing with the sand. Mm-hmm. And, like, I picked up a handful. Like I was like, wow, this sand is so white. It's white sand. I've never. Seen such white sand and so soft and silty and mm-hmm. and fine. And I've never seen sand like this. I was just having a moment, like, wow, it's beautiful sandless. <laughs> As I'm saying this to my wife, who's a couple of feet away, I pick up through the water, you know, a big two handful scoop of sand. Like, look at the sand. And do you know what was in all that sand? Oh God, what? Human hairs. <gasps> just, just hair. Ew. Just little. Curly hair. Oh my god, that's probably evidence of a murder. <laughs> it's basic, basically what we're we're sitting in. This oh my is god, the hundreds of of people that get off the cruise ships and just Ew. wade and like basically Blech. I'm in a bathtub. Gross. Like, like it was gross, and so it 
it, you think you're in the Caribbean. Oh, it's all great. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nasty. That's disgusting. I'll, I'll deal with the seaweed comparatively. Oh, gross. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the sharks, you know what I want to say? I want, okay, you can go on a whale watch. I want to go on a shark watch. Yes. I, I want, I would pay top dollar to go out to the place, mm-hmm. right? The place, whatever that is. You go offshore and you just jump in the water or you throw out it. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, I would, you, you club a seal. And, <laughs> And then just throw it in the water. I think mean, you can use like a wooden one as a prop. I don't think you need to actually commit seal homicide. But <laughs> well, it's gonna die anyway, so it's just <laughs> just speeding up the process. Yeah, I mean, you know, you charge ten bucks a hit. You know, <laughs> pass the bat around, just beat like the it's shit. a pinata. Yeah, just beat the shit out of that. Oh my god, that seal. Would you ever have the nerve to get in like a cage and go underwater? No, yeah, no. no. Those people no. are fucking crazy. No way. Yeah. If you just watch one YouTube video of the shark actually getting in the cage. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No I went. That I, is too much. Have you ever snorkeled in the open ocean? <sighs> okay. As I just said, mm-hmm. I think the ocean is a disgusting place. However, the one place I do go in the ocean is Bermuda. This might be my second most diva moment. Okay, love it. So when Danny and I were dating, we went to Bermuda together, mm-hmm. and he he snorkeled a ton, um, you know, growing up on fancy vacations with his parents and things like that. And so he wanted to snorkel in Bermuda. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, I'll go. And he's like, I don't really feel like you're the snorkeling type. <laughs> and I was like, what makes you say that? And he's like, you really don't like the ocean. You don't want anything near you. You don't like. And I was like, well, I'm going to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, four seconds into it. A fish came like within a millimeter of my face and I freaked out and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. You can snorkel. I'll be over there. Like I just couldn't take it and I couldn't figure out to breathe. It was the worst. I was like, I'm just going to die here snorkeling in three feet of water. That's amazing. <laughs> I, you know, in the Bahamas, this guy was, uh, he was a local guy. He mm-hmm. just kind of hang out on the resort and he was, uh, he had a boat, he had uh, a vehicle. He was just walking around just as an entrepreneur. Like, if you want to go snorkeling, oh. I can take you snorkeling. If you want to go into town, I can take you into town. Here's my card. Call me anytime, right? And that's how he, and I'm like, this guy's got a great life. He just yeah. hangs out on the beach and someone says, hey, we want to go downtown. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's go, you know. So he takes us snorkeling. He's got a boat. We're like, let's go. So me and my friends, we all go. Mile out to sea. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were just kind of like going to the right. thing. We go a mile out. Wow. Like when you're a mile out. That's, that's a lot. You're, you're looking back at land. Yeah. Kind of like, that's far away. Mm-hmm. You know? But that's where the coral reef was, where it's really good snorkeling. So mm-hmm. everyone jumps in. And I just realized I, I don't like the, like, I don't like not having awareness of what's going on behind me. Mm-hmm. I move too slowly to turn around. <laughs> like, I don't want to be. What's behind me? What's below me? Like, yeah. the dimensional, like, space is, there's, a threat could come from anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? And I saw the movie Jaws. Yeah. So, that's always going to stick with me. I wouldn't get in my swimming pool as a kid that's until right. my sister went in first. <laughs> after she waited 30 minutes after her peanut butter and jelly yeah. sandwich. I'm 16 years old, and not, and my sister had to go in the pool oh, first before I'd go in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember hyperventilating. Yeah. I just couldn't get the breathing going. I was so nervous. The guy was really cool. He's like, hey, just hold on to the anchor line. Stay close to the boat. You know, mm-hmm. that'll make you feel comfortable. Just look around. And then and eventually started like going, you know, spreading around. Mm. And then I saw a barracuda uh, uh. just kind of hanging there, just idling in the water. Like, do I want to eat you or not? You know, but he, but you just had that, that jutting yes. lower jaw with the teeth. Teeth. 
And and the things, you know, shaped like a torpedo. Yep. I mean, this thing can go a thousand miles an hour, and I'm doing the doggy paddle. Mm-hmm. So anyway, have you been snorkeling since that experience? No. Yeah. No. Any desire to? Uh, I don't know. I I feel like check the box. Exactly. Did it, yeah. Did it? You know, I have a I have a saltwater fish tank. In my oh, office, there you go. 90 gallons of the ocean. <laughs> yep. Right there, in right, my, right behind my desk. Home. So, there's a clownfish. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, are we done with the uh, I think so. With the show? What, uh, what are we at for time? We're about 55 minutes. Oh, that's good, right? Yeah, we're good. Cool. All right. So, that was a good summer check in episode. Mm-hmm. Just taking it easy, just shooting the breeze. Want to get us out of here? Sure. Well, thank you, Scuttlebuds, for listening. If you uh, like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a topic you want Rick and I to cover, we're obviously up for anything. We went through, what, six, seven, eight different random topics today. Uh, Hit us up on smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Have a great week. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.